This is KMKR 99.9 FM, Tucson, Arizona. Is this on? Is anybody listening? Is anybody there? Is something stuck between my teeth? Did I think to comb my hair? How come there's crickets in this place? Outside's where they belong. I can't believe this silence. Like the dark before the dawn. <laughs> I'd give for any sign of life. I'd settle for a yawn. <sighs> really makes me wonder. Is, Is this, this on? on? Is this? All right, Phil. How are you, sir? <laughs> well, Phil, uh, you might notice that tonight I don't have my usual uh, diet cream soda can I'm clunking around or my uh, Yeti full of iced tea, and that's because uh, the bathroom's out. And, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> that may not was... mean much to a lot of people, but to two old men at uh, 9 o'clock at night, it could be a challenge no, that makes that makes ultimate sense, David. First, I thought maybe it was some form of civil disobedience or something, <laughs> I, and I'm ready to join you. <laughs> well, I'm, I, I, I've never drank Bud Light in here. Let's put it that way. I'm not mm -hmm. going to do that, so I'm not being political with my beverages, but I'm trying to keep myself dry on the inside. All so, right. Well, you know, as, you don't have any accidents. Uh, Barack Obama may have said, Dave, uh, fired up, ready to go. <laughs> Speaking, by the way, of uh, presidents, dun, 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 we are so blessed, Dave, to have forged a great relationship with Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. That his office called and said, you know, Joe put the video out announcing the candidacy for 2024, and yep. he's making a few personal stops. He'd like to come by We're, and chat with you guys. That's quite an honor that he's choosing us when he is just... He, you know, he, he not yesterday he he uh, announced he's running for uh, president, and just this morning uh, his aides reminded him that he had announced that. So <laughs> he's here. I, I have a feeling there'll be more of that throughout the campaign, Dave. Well, we we wish him well. Uh, we are very anxious we'll stand to. Stand by. Uh, his, he's coming by train. You know, he's a he's yeah. A, he loves the train. And we know it, it. Well, it's very convenient because it's just directly outside. We're going to open the window and he can climb in. Yeah. So look forward to the president. Uh, lots of political news, Dave. Uh, All kinds of stuff. Wow, uh, the world of Fox News. Oh, yeah. Upside down. Mm -hmm. Now with the uh, firing of Tucker Carlson. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and ironically, Dave, uh, there were others that were let go, too. Don Lemon at CNN. Right, right. Coincidental, and, but interesting. Yeah. No, but good timing because... Uh, We've been considering adding a commentator here on ITO. Oh, we oh we are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, is this on? As you know, we Somebody got, with uh, a fair and balanced view of the political scene? I would hope. Okay. And and uh, you know, uh, I think the uh, field is wide open, uh, you know, uh, we're open-minded about it. Sure. I think from time to time we're going to have candidates drop by and do sort of a live audition. I'm sure we will. Yeah. We've got someone uh, applying for the job here uh, tonight. Mm -hmm. That'll be exciting. Uh, actually, Marianne Williamson was going to come in tonight, but oh. uh, there was a delay and her uh, her saucer got canceled, so she's not coming in tonight. I hear they've been having a lot of uh, <laughs> a, a lot of delays in the uh, saucer network. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Where does that uh, come through, Dave? Uh, right, right at Tucson Airport. Comes at Tucson Airport. Yeah, that's right there. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to mention before we get too deeply into this that a good friend of ours and a partner on the ITO uh, uh, franchise here, Roxy Moreri, will be yes. celebrating the seventh anniversary of the uh, Surly Wedge. The Surly Wedge Show, which is a remarkable achievement. Uh, oh, absolutely! Open mics and of course, are known for, uh, for going, you know, uh, months, maybe a year, maybe two, but seven years is quite amazing. Yeah, and throughout, you know, thick and thin. That mic has always been around. Uh, sometimes a showcase, they bring in mm -hmm. uh, comics from out of town, always really fine talent. Yep, yep. They do, of course, one of our favorite shows, Dave, with the Halloween show with the uh, died, died Laughing. Died, died Laughing. laughing. Mm -hmm. Although it was canceled last year. For some reason, yeah, it yeah. was on the schedule yeah, yeah. and then got canceled. Yeah. Uh, but I, I hope they bring that back. And I don't, I don't think it's been done since Halloween. Right. But hopefully next year. Yeah. Well, we've got to uh, catch up with Roxy again. She was, of course, one of our first guests and does her own show on the first, mm -hmm. uh, the third, uh, no, the second Wednesday of every month. Right. <laughs> Sorry. What are we? We're yeah. first and third, we're second. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, well, Roxy's great. She's great. We are great, great, second great. and fourth day. And when four. there's a fifth, we do the fifth. <laughs> when there's a fifth, we take it. We usually drink a fifth. <laughs> 
So uh, Roxy's a great comic, a great host of that show, and great energy. And well, we wish her all the best. And that is on May 14th. That's a Sunday. Beautiful. About two, three weeks from now. And uh, if you're uh, interested, I would say uh, pay attention because that's going to fill up. The place is going to fill up. It's a smaller room. And uh, I must say, having performed there a number of times, a beautiful stage. Mm-hmm. An yeah. elevated stage, and it, uh, it, it it's really nice. I always like entering a stage from behind a curtain. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and that is, you know, whether I have a pocket full of quarters or not, <laughs> I, I, I feel comfortable. I li- well, just personally, I, you know, I, I never liked performing there because of the stage. I always feel I'm too high that I'm, well, I'm usually too high well, when so I'm performing, tall, yeah. but I'm also tall, and I just feel I'm towering over, and it's kind of hard to... Connect with people on your sight line. Cause there you go. Different strokes, Dave. Because on yeah. the other hand, it makes me feel very tall when I perform. <laughs> so Some people need that. Perfect for us. Yeah. <laughs> where, where, let's see, we need, actually, we got to find somewhere where you can be in a ditch. <laughs> well, <laughs> check on me on I've the way home. i you spin off into a ditch, Dave. You know, we all have. <laughs> hey, I also want to say, uh, as we're covering things, uh, uh, I wish I knew more information about this, but as, as Carol Burnett is that, are we still getting uh, feedback from the uh, the Tropicana Galaxy there or something like that? Go ahead. Uh, 90 years old, and they're having a celebration somewhere. It's probably on one of the networks that's star-studded. Carol Burnett, who's had such a great, uh, illustrious career that has almost spanned the history of uh, broadcast TV. You know, she popped up in the 50s, and she got, I think, came to fame with the uh, the Gary Moore show. Remember Gary Moore? Of course. And uh, actually... Basically I, variety. Variety television. kind of yeah, show with a lot of sketches and stuff. And I remember uh, that uh, uh, Barbara Streisand, at some point in her career, recorded Happy Days Are Here Again, the song, which is a very upbeat song. Dun, 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 Not dun. only that, but very apropos, often used at political conventions. Right, and right. The and, uh, of course, it, it came out of the Depression, that song, and uh, she did a very slow pace, and very and and people were raving about it. Well, uh, Carol Burnett had sung it that way on the Gary Moore Show back in the early '60s, I think, and often touted wow. uh, that they had caught that first. That was a creative show. She was good, and then she went on to be in a lot of uh, guest roles, and then very, very famous and important variety show, the Carol Burnett Show, which lasted oh, many years. Extremely, uh, Tim Conway, uh, uh, Harvey Corman, Vicki Lawrence, Corman, Steve Lawrence. Uh, Carol, uh, gosh, uh, Lyle Wagner, Lyle Wagner, but a female comic, Vicky Lawrence. Vicky Lawrence, Lawrence, thank yeah. you very much. Who, who rather resembled Carol Burnett? Well, the, the story goes that she sent her a fan letter. She was like seventeen or something, and said, "Everybody says I look like you." And Carol saw a picture of her, and she goes, "You do look like me. Be on the show." It's <laughs> kind yeah. of jumped to fame like and that. She was quite talented, and very talented, and uh, very good sketch comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. It's funny, the uh, sketch comedy remains very, very popular format today, Mm -hmm. but there was a time there when no one was doing sketch comedy Mm -hmm. kind of after Carol Burnett Mm -hmm. for a long time. And then once the proliferation of a variety of networks with cable TV, you started seeing the Mr. Show Mm -hmm. and a lot of MTV. Of course, SNL came came, came on when she was... I guess in the middle of her run. That's uh, right. A sketch show, and then there was SCTV. Yeah, SNL and, you know. pers- perseveres, of course. Yeah. A very interesting, so, and Dave. Uh, oh, I wanted to mention so one other thing, thing, though, about Carol Burnett was that I, uh, I knew a little bit about her backstory that she was born in Texas. Her parents moved to Hollywood. <coughs> her parents moved to Hollywood. She was living with her grandmother, and then eventually she and her grandmother moved to Hollywood. And her grandmother basically raised her, though. I don't know what was going on with her parents, but I'm sure there's some story there. Um, and I looked up where she lived in Hollywood, and I, I must have driven by that apartment where she lived 10,000 times. It was right on my way to work ah. on, uh, on Yucca Street in Hollywood, and uh, I know right where it was. And uh, Kind of odd for a Hollywood kid to become a Hollywood star, but she did it. And, and she played many dramatic roles as well. She's multi-talented. And, and continues to. Dave had that beautiful run on the final episodes of Better Call Saul mm-hmm. just yes. a couple years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. And I think an Emmy nomination. I can't remember if she won or not, but she was great at it. She must have a uh, living room full of Emmys, you would think. Gosh, you would think. And some significant films, Mm -hmm. Broadway, Mm -hmm. uh, just a multi-talented, very good singer, Mm -hmm. 
you know, the Tarzan yelled, of course. Right, right. And the tug on the ear for her, uh, for her grandmother. So anyway, 90 well, she's a great one. 90 years, 90 old, years old, and uh, they're having a big celebration on one of the networks. A few you're other, uh, I wanted to mention, Dave, uh, some news, uh, not uh, unfortunately on a uh, happy front, but uh, some news about a comic that we talk about a lot of great, great uh, mentor of mine in terms of watching him work and, and learning from it, and that's Richard Lewis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is out of Laugh Button, Dave. Comedian Richard Lewis has had a rough few years from back surgery to shoulder surgery. Lewis talked about these struggles in the past, and now he's opened up about a new diagnosis. Last night, Lewis took to Twitter with a video message addressing when he's returning to stand-up. And in the video, he announces that he is officially retired from live stand-up. He was on the road a few years ago and decided he wanted to end the tour midway through when he was still at the top of his game. Uh, it is a diagnosis, Dave, from two years ago of Parkinson's mm, mm-hmm. that is uh, causing him to uh, oh, it's too bad. discontinue yeah. stand-up. But yeah. what a body of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, great comic. Uh, you know, I always think of Richard Lewis when I hear people talk about character. And he sort of built that, you know, very, very skeptical... Uh, beleaguered. Beleaguered yeah. is the perfect word. Uh, very proud of his Jewish heritage. Uh, many know him from kind of portraying that same character as himself on Larry David's mm-hmm. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a unique style of comedy. Uh-huh. It almost uh, <clears throat> had a little bit of Lenny Bruce influence, I thought, strongly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Richard Belzer, who I know he was very good friends with also, mm-hmm. similar style, always dressed in black, mm-hmm. yeah. very depressive, always talking about his therapy. I, uh, I was a fan. You, I think he was one of those comics that you either really liked and couldn't get enough, or he wasn't your cup of tea. I, I can see that, yeah, yeah. It, some, some people don't hit him the right way. And, I, I mean, I loved his stand-up, but you know, I really loved uh, when he was a guest on a talk show, particularly with Letterman, because it would be a, a long segment, and he would just he would just go, and they were they worked well together, and those were always great shows. And best wishes to Richard Lewis. He was a guy that kind of you know I don't know how you feel about it, but I look at like he was oh he was one of the bright young comics to come out of the boom of the '80s, and now you're seeing these guys reaching old age. And uh, it's true, everything comes and with you it. know he was. He was pretty early on, Dave, a comic who got a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and um, with Jamie Lee Curtis was it? With Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. that's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a pretty big name for a while. Did a few films in Mel Brooks' film, right? Mm-hmm. The Robin Hood one. Mm-hmm. And I think I think actually in, in a few Probably Brooks films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the film career never took off huge, but I always saw him in a certain niche. Uh-huh. As, you know, a really outstanding comic. <laughs> well, I think he was a comic that, <clears throat> whether he was uh, doing a set or he was uh, a guest, he was never going to disappoint you because he was always on. Yes. He always came on. There was never any, you know, well, I'm here to promote my movie. And, you know, yes. He was on. And as soon, as soon as he And you know, the, you're familiar with the little controversy, Dave, where he claims to have come up with the phrase... You know, the thing from hell. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, the, the bookkeeper from hell. Yeah. You know, the doctor from hell. And other comics also claim that. So it's been sort of a well, you know what? running uh, argument over the years. A lot of people on airplanes, but, you know, Wright Brothers perfected it and, and exploited it. And uh, same with him. You know, there's you can you can find a predecessors for a lot of different yeah. bits, but he was the guy that made it. One of his uh, yeah. signatures, yeah, yeah, uh, for yeah, sure. Yeah. So, sorry to hear that. Uh, how are you feeling? <laughs> Feeling okay. Doing okay. All right, me too. Doing fine. Hey, uh, we wanted to talk about uh, a good time for it, Phil. You and I are, are baseball fans. Oh, yeah. And I thought we'd talk a little bit about, I know maybe not all of our listeners are baseball fans, but, uh, you know, it is news as well, the changes in the game this year. And uh, how do you feel about it? You're a White Sox fan and uh, following the game closely. How do you feel about how, uh, how, the, how the season has uh, evolved with the new rules. Well, I have many thoughts about it, Dave. Uh, I am a, a diehard White Sox fan, and we're 
we're dying quickly. Uh, it's not it's a long season, a baby. Start. Yeah, let's hope so. Uh, but I am absolutely loving the baseball season, yeah. and I've been very, very uh, aware of the new rules. Mm-hmm. And for one, I would say uh, the games are much faster. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, running has taken on a much more important uh, strategic role in the game, and I've always been a big fan mm-hmm. of the running game. Mm-hmm. It has had some unintended consequences, I think, uh, with the pitch clock, which is the reason the game is going faster. Mm-hmm. pitcher has to get rid of it quicker. The batter has to be ready faster. Mm-hmm. There's been a few hiccups there, and you get called a ball or a strike either way. I think what uh, as I listen to countless White Sox talk shows about what's gone wrong, the White Sox have a little bit of an older pitching staff. Mm-hmm. And the speculation has been that the older pitchers are having more trouble adjusting to getting rid of the ball quicker. Uh-huh. And also, apparently, whether it was intentional or unintentional, needed the extra time between pitches to regain their strength Mm -hmm. and therefore they're finding a lot of the older pitchers velocity is down Mm -hmm. and throwing them off their game lance lynn Mm -hmm. would be a good example on the white Sox. Mm -hmm. and what i found interesting and i heard uh aj persinski who does a very interesting uh Mm -hmm. podcast former player former great white Sox on the sure 05 World Series mm-hmm. team speculated that they didn't come across this problem in the minors when they tested it because everybody's 25 uh-huh. years old. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I thought that was quite interesting. That's an interesting thought, yeah. Um, yeah, certainly we've, what known, do you think? we've known in watching pitchers over the years, there are some pitchers that they they take their time. That's yeah. a part of their game, and it's not to where the, it's just the way they process. Uh, I'll say this, we talked about this a little bit when we had... Uh, dinner at Portillo's, as we do before the show. <laughs> we would love them to be a sponsor. We would. Uh, we're working on Fabian, the uh, right. busboy there. He's good been very nice to us. Yeah, he's good friend of the show. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like the pace of the game. Uh, at first, it seemed too fast for me. Not too fast, but it was like, I mentioned this to you before, it was like it bothered me that every game had the same pace. There wasn't the languorous game that would kind of you know go on and on throughout the afternoon. They're all the same. But uh, when I was growing up, when you were growing up, this was the pace of the game. Without any clocks, this was how it was played. Batters got right back in the box. Uh, there weren't nearly as many foul balls, too, but uh, the, the game kept going because batters were looking to put the ball in play. That was the way it was, was more so played in those days. Uh, one thing also, and, and not to make this a topic of the theme, but you know, before this year, like, you know, I, I could take a leak between pitches. You know, now I can't. <laughs> I got to time it now. Yeah. But um, I'll say that. Um, Let me just interrupt you, Dave. Uh, and uh, you know, you're also uh, getting older, which may be a factor in that too. But you can take a leap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I pride myself on that. Uh, but I, I I'm not crazy about. I like that there's more speed. I don't mind the bases being larger. Because the base, I mean, I'm somewhat of a baseball historian. The bases have evolved over the years. I mean, that, that's the reason they're called bags or sacks is because they used to be cushiony. They used to be a softer, uh, you know, you see those pictures of Ty, Clob, Ty Cobb sliding into a base. Sometimes the base would go flying because they were just soft bags. I wish the, uh, they're, they're, right now pitchers are limited to throw over twice to first base. Uh, I, I'd like that they go to three, at least to give it a little more, but... Um, but I've got no uh, problem. I, the shift is gone. It's nice. Things that were hits are hits again, which is great. And yeah. uh, I'm, 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 I'm fine with it. I'm fine with that. One uh, other maybe unintended consequence, Dave, although they probably did learn this from the minor league games, is it's costing a little bit in beer sales. Right. <laughs> because there's less time, you know, to sell the beer between the first and the I guess seventh inning, they go through They used to stop innings. at seven. Now there's talk about stopping in the eighth because the yeah, eighth gets there to so fast. increase some of the sales. And uh, and well, another thing that has to do with the speed of the, the broadcast. Like, we were going to meet at 7.15, and I said, I'm watching the game. Let's make it 7.30. I was pretty confident because of the way the games go that I would be there uh, in plenty of time because that's just the way Right, it and then the rule from previous years of uh, the extra innings. The extra innings. is that Phantom runner is going to end fast. things up. You can 
pretty well assume a game's going to be over in the 10. You know? <laughs> right, yeah. I think that's probably statistics would bear me out on that. Yeah. And there's going to be some um, evolution in the game. You know, when they went to the big shifting over the last few years, that meant that infielders didn't have to be judged by their range as much because they were shifted. It wasn't it used to be if the shortstop could go in the hole and make that play, that was a great shortstop. And for a couple of years there, he was positioned in the hole. Uh, so it wasn't any big deal. Um, and what's going to happen now, because stolen bases, Phil, are so up this year. And I like stolen bases, too. But I think what's going to happen is you're going to start, de- you're going to start developing uh, catchers that can really throw. You're going to, they're going to look more to catchers throwing because you only want to keep giving up bases all the time. And that might be a change in the game. Like you'll start seeing more of the uh, defense-first great rifle-arm catchers. Well, I, 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 I would welcome that. I'm seeing it already especially with uh, a couple of uh, big draft picks like uh, the young uh, catcher here in uh, Phoenix mm-hmm. with uh, the Diamondbacks, mm-hmm. Moreno. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, lot of, and Rauschman, who came up last Rauschman year from too, Baltimore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were seeing these sort of super defensive catchers, and they also can hit, yeah, yeah. Uh, come up, and they're getting drafted high. So it may have been in, in anticipation of this. Yeah, yeah. Well... It's always great to get a slugging catcher because it's often a position without a lot of offense, but they're going to really have to look at defense hard because you're giving up a lot of bases. So Yeah, anyway. it seems like in our day everybody had that defensive catcher on the bench. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, we don't want to belabor that. I do want to say yeah. uh, something here that I read interesting just before I got here was that there's a little league in New Jersey, and they got tired, the umpires got tired of the, you know how horrible little league parents are. So what they did, the punishment was if somebody got out of line, their punishment, the parents' punishment was they had to umpire three games. <laughs> they go behind the plate for three games. And I think that's harsh. I think they do it one game, they're going to be more understanding of what it means to umpire yeah, a game. Yeah, that's a tough, <laughs> tough league day. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what do they do to the... Uh, the batters that don't get in in the 10 seconds, like electroshock. <laughs> I don't know if they have that rule in Little League. The kids get in pretty fast. In okay. Because usually the games are timed anyway. So Yeah. Um, Who's the commissioner of the league, Dave? Ron DeSantis? I, I don't, well, it's in New Jersey, so maybe oh. Chris Christie is throwing his weight around. Three ups. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's that. And then... Uh, well, Dave, we're getting a signal that the train has stopped. Oh, I didn't even hear and, that. And President Biden, uh, they stay, keep it quiet. That must you be know, the super chief. Stealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh-huh. President Biden is coming. Well, I'm excited about that. He's coming in, and he's going to talk to us. I don't know if you got to see the uh, video announcement, Dave. Mm. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, all over it, yeah. And it was, uh, you know, as those are very slickly done and showed him, you know, cutting ribbons and, you know, uh, with trains Well, they want to show that he's active and that he's, you know, still, I mean, I love the scene where he's uh, pulling the uh, railroad train by his teeth. Yeah. That was, uh, I think that really showed his strength. Yeah, absolutely. And the campaign is uh, underway, Dave. There we go. There we go. And, of course, we've been so fortunate to have President Biden either on the phone or well, he's here in come person by today. in the studio yeah. to talk to us. Uh, even during the 2020 campaign, Dave, if you remember, we were right there with Joe Biden and I think we had Joe Biden and James Carville. I think so. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. the studio yeah, yeah. after he won the big South Carolina primary. Right, yeah. He was uh, he was uh, Batman. When uh, James Carville <laughs> declared that he was Batman. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, da, the President da, of the United da, da, States. Da, 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 da. Hello, Mr. President. Hey, Thank you very much. I do. Have a seat right there. David Phil. <laughs> How are you doing? Two of my favorite guys. How you doing? I'm glad to be here. We're excited you're here, sir. I love the train. You, you know? like the train. I do, too. Always yeah. reading the yeah. trains. And yeah. How'd you guys get to see the video? Oh, how did we see it? I, there's television now. Uh, did you see it? I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did something. you like it? <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. We were just well, talking about know, it here. I came by, if you don't mind. I, Jill's listening to the show tonight. Uh-huh. Because uh, I want you to settle... You know, maybe a little little argument between oh, us. Oh, you guys so. having a little... Uh, well, she's very involved in the campaign, yeah, Dave. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not kidding around. <laughs> she's very involved. And uh, Kamala Harris, and we were knocking around. And, you know, they wanted that video, that crisp video. That way, you know, yeah. uh-huh. everything's done. It's not going to change. You know, yeah, I'm not going to forget to say something I'm supposed to say. Anyways, I like it. It's okay, but... 
I wanted to run a few ideas I had for the announcement. Oh, okay. By you guys, and they said... So they, they nixed these, but you want to see what we think. If I they said, would you be. know, let me take it out in the heartland. Let me run it by Dave and Phil. Yeah, we're, we're, we're middle America. They're good people. Yeah. They're solid people. You know, my dad, they're average people. They're average. <laughs> uh, my dad, you said to me, said, Joey, when you grow up, you get yourself a good average union job. Because if there's something about you, Joey, there's no one more average than you. <laughs> and that's that's what I proposed for the campaign. And that's thinking. what you feel about me and Aspire Phil, too. Aspire <laughs> to average. Aspire to average. How about okay. not kidding around? Okay, yeah. Not kidding around. Used to do it. Heard you and Phil uh, was in the car limo from the train here. <laughs> but uh, the, the track is literally four yards away well, from Well, it's you. a safety thing. It's a security <laughs> thing. Anyway, the radio was on. You were talking about right. baseball. Love to get the Gloves out, play a game of catch with Hunter. Uh, yeah. Always good fun. Uh -huh. Always good fun. Uh, that, that kid was always stealing bases. <laughs> <laughs> we kid around. I kid around a lot about. Anyway, so I want to run a couple ideas uh, let, by let you. Let them guys. fly. We're real. We're happy to, to give you some constructive criticism. Yeah. I hope you'll take because, it. Because, you know, and I think it did it. That the video showed me vibrant, moving around, always moving. If you notice, I'm always moving. Mm -hmm. Do that little shuffle thing I do, you yeah, know, yeah. the fake running thing. <laughs> Very good. I learned that, by the way, the early Bugs Bunny cartoon. <laughs> well, well, your, well, your legs spin around, but you're not going anywhere. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Anyway, here's number one. What better background scenery than the Grand Canyon Day of Nature? That's America's beautiful. one of the seven wonders of the world. Well, you're here in the Grand one Canyon State, wonders. sir, yeah. I was going to take the vet, Dave. You've seen my vet? Yeah, sure. You know who Evil Knievel is? I remember Evil Knievel. I was going to jump the canyon, Dave. <laughs> in the vet. Get out of it. With the mirrored aviator sunglasses on. A jumpsuit that said, like, Sitco on it, you know. <laughs> and I was going to, I even had, I even had my baby Carnuba wax, Dave. Oh, nice. That's great. Yeah. And then, of course, when I was over to canyon. I was going to dump that stupid box of documents I had in the garage. <laughs> anyway, that's something else. So well, I thought, well, how about that? Well, were we going to see a laptop falling out uh, uh, as well? Yeah, well, I, I like that. I like that. Fall out. Very dynamic and exciting. And I, that is really a good idea. Yeah, you would yeah. really look, you know, uh, filled with testosterone. <laughs> yeah. and the NASCAR yeah. crowd would probably like that. And, and I uh, think you're right. And, and you know, you're... you're I'm not kidding around. I, no? I know I'd make it in the vet. I'd have not to not turn up the Elvis, you know. Got the Elvis going, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, nobody would be lonesome that night. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you ready for another one? Uh, you got more. Okay. Uh, I had three ideas. Uh, three, okay. Three ideas. Three ideas. No doll. Okay. Camel and Jill. No, no, no. <laughs> anyway. Right live on America's Got Talent. I'm not kidding around. Okay. <laughs> I believe I'm going to wrestle a bear. A real bear? Oh, a real bear. Okay. Only this time, I'm the one with the cocaine. <laughs> I got it. The hunter had left an eight ball <laughs> in the back in the garage. And I took uh, just a little, little taste of that. <laughs> and I said, I can wrestle a bear. <laughs> and then this idea hit me. What do you think of that? I think it's a great idea. You seen this movie? I, I, well, I heard they're making they're, they're making a cocaine. sequel, and and as the bear, uh, uh, Donald Trump Jr. has been uh, auditioning wow. for, for Cocaine Bear too. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't stand in the way of that. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now, I'm not kidding. Around. So and that, then, so we got the Evil Knievel, we got wrestling a bear. Yeah. Very dynamic. Which one do you like better? Very out of dynamic. Those? Well, I, I'd love to see that uh, vet fly over the, the vet canyon. Fly I really over the Grand would, Canyon. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the vet, right away, everyone associates that with you. The aviator sunglasses. Right, good right, look. yeah. Uh -huh. And you could get hurt with the bear. Oh, you know, you're not kidding around. Bears, even without cocaine, <laughs> you know. I think people rest too easily now <laughs> without cocaine. All right, idea number three. Number three. Are you listening, Jelly Beans? She's on the phone. She's there it comes. I was going to enter. It's coming up. It's a spring event, Dave. The Dover, Delaware Democratic Party annual spring fling. Oh, 
three-legged race. <laughs> I was going to be strapped to Kamala Harris. As I say, I don't include her in enough things. <laughs> That's okay. So I thought on that one. Uh, but they didn't. somehow they didn't like the optics of that. They didn't like that. They didn't no? like the optics of her strapped to my leg. Okay, like you're tying up a black woman and dragging her across the finish line. I guess, right? yeah, yeah, I guess. So that that's what they didn't want anyway. I so they did the you know the whole thing with the handshaking and the kissing babies, cutting ribbons. Sure, it's not bad. I'm not I'm not unhappy with mm-hmm. it. But you picture me flying over to Grand I, Canyon. I can't get out of my head now. I and that's that. Maybe on an election night, uh, God God willing, you come out ahead and you can. Uh, Take a midnight fly across the yeah. Grand Canyon. And uh, maybe I invite Barack Obama to come with me. <laughs> well, How that's about great. that? Only this time I'm in the driver's seat. <laughs> yeah. How about that? All right, well. Uh, Those are great, Mr. President. Uh, thanks I'm, I'm thanks for your input. Are you going to tell? Which, what do you think you're telling? You're saying the vet. Uh, I, lo- I love the vet. Uh, I think that... Yeah, um, I got to go with you, Dave. They don't want the three-legged race. You're, you don't really have an option I there. think maybe the optics on yeah, that, you know. Okay, uh, and uh, then, uh, yeah. I Because mean, I, well, he's so I'm much a, taller than <laughs> I'm a little worried about you uh, going at it with a bear, uh, just uh, personally. I, I, I know you know that vet. I mean, that's your baby. That's about energy, the yeah. energy to fight a bear, yeah. you know. <laughs> but all right. Well, thanks for your input. All right. I don't know why they gotta, didn't go with either of those, but, uh, you know, there's still yeah, time. Yeah. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna run here because uh, we got events all day tomorrow. Oh, you're doing it's more stuff. Busy. Okay. Where are you going? Too busy. Uh, we're starting back in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I had built a little time there to train, you know, with Kamala and the three-legged race. But <laughs> I guess I won't need that. It never now. hurts to have that skill. Uh, no. Nah, nah. So are, uh, you, are well, you visiting anyone else in uh, uh, in Arizona? You're going to see a Kirsten Cinema or uh, any of the other uh, local uh, maniacs here? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hover uh, hover with the, the key Democrats uh, here in the state, mm-hmm. Dave. And yeah. then I'm gonna go by. I'm gonna give uh, if I have time in the hotel room. I'm gonna give a phony phone call <laughs> to Carrie uh, <Gary> Lake. <laughs> Okay. I've, I've wanted to do that. I asked her how it went. How'd it come out? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have time to do that like I used to. No, you, you know, with Barack. Barack was always running things busy. Yeah, time to have some fun. So I'd be in the office, I'd make a few calls yeah. here. And there, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, right. we love well, having so you here, Mr. President. Uh, Thank around. you very much. You guys are my favorite. All right. Thank you. fans, friends, listeners, and mm, podcast pundits. It's your old friend Art Fern here to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. First of all, it's free. Who doesn't like that? There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or mm, your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on You're listening to Is This On on KMKR. All right. President Joe Biden. Biden. Wow, it's nice having him here. I'd I'd love to see that vet go over the canyon. Yeah, you know, he's got some good ideas there. Hey, while we're, I know we're going to have a a job interview soon, but I was thinking, uh, mentioned this to you that we just do a little recap because, you know, and we, sometimes we do a lot of stuff about Trump. We haven't done that much lately, kind of wishful thinking that we wouldn't need to, but uh, I thought it might be a good time to kind of go through the many legal matters that he is dealing with right now. and uh, They seem to be coming to they fruition. They right now, just right now, he's yeah. in this uh, civil lawsuit right. for the uh, rape, rape charge. And, uh, right, defamation, rape and, uh, and uh, it's um, uh, he has chosen not to appear, which mm-hmm. is his right, but uh, if, you, if you notice, uh, his excuse was that Security would be so difficult to pull together, and it would cause traffic problems and all that. Okay. Um, uh, that's fine. But uh, if you saw the uh, the uh, who was it the DA in uh, Georgia, yeah, uh, Fannie Willis uh, was talking about well, she's going to bring indictments in a couple of months, and she didn't say who she's indicting, but she made a point of alerting all the you know uh, uh, security and police to be ready for it. <laughs> yes, it's very true, and I think they. 
that was the case also in New York, Dave, when, uh, you know, he had to come in for the uh, indictment. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, as well with the tax yeah. uh, uh, case. Right, and uh, with the, um, you know, Phil, we, the indictment and his arrest was, you know, it was a big deal. Uh, obviously, no ex-president ever gone through that before, so what's going to Trump, you know, trailblazing. You know, uh, uh, maybe it was uh, President Biden, Dave, that's got my creative <laughs> juices going, uh, uh, you know, and, and the promotional uh, juices. Maybe we need a Trump indictment advent calendar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? Uh, and, you know, the open little windows and what's proceeds here? to zero craft, of course. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, the little window, uh, you know, the one with a bigger window would be all the women that, you know, are accusing <laughs> of right. That would be like a well, in the window. in the uh, in the first case in which he's been indicted, the thing is we get all excited for that indictment and arrest, and then nothing's going to happen till December because that's how trials go. Um, but that is regarding his um, payment to Stormy Daniels. That's right, and and technically the misuse of campaign funds and, mm -hmm. uh, and the phoning of documents. And then, as you mentioned, now is uh, in a civil suit trial <coughs> with uh, the uh, writer E. Jean Carroll, who uh, claims that he raped her uh, mm -hmm. years ago. And uh, of course, he says he doesn't know who she is, and 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 she's not his type. He's a certain type he likes to rape, apparently. She's not it. Yes, but may I point out in that regard, Dave, <laughs> she may not be his type, but they both have very good taste. You know, that was at Bergdorf. Uh, oh, that, that's right. It was fancy, yeah. 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 So uh, at least, you know, he, where, he, he has high standards in who he'll rape, but also where he'll rape. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, he claimed he didn't know her. He'd never met her. He'd never seen right. her before. And then they showed him a picture of her. And she's not my type. And then they showed him a picture, and he goes, "Is that Marla, my his previous wife?" He, so apparently, she looked like somebody who was his type at well, some point. <laughs> that's the point, Dave. And I think uh, what it shows us is uh, you're his type until you're not his type. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've always said if Stormy, if if Gene Carroll, if the other. Uh, the, Playboy playmate who also he had a thing with. Yeah. That if they just came out and said that was that was the best sex I ever in my life. That was he was incredible. He wore me out. He would not deny it. He couldn't. <laughs> he would not deny it. He'd he be bragging not. about that. At least not in the locker room at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> so oh, there goes the president's train. There he goes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, he's probably on the dining car now. He's, well, he actually seems like he's riding on top of it, and there's a, he's in a fist fight with someone. So I don't he, know. He's, he's got, got a lot of, beard. Lot of energy. He's, he's fighting the bear, the bear on top, on top of the train. Of the train. <laughs> he, he won't take no for an answer. He, won't. He, was, he, was, he, was, he was set on that. I think the vet, even though it's you know trying to negotiate the Grand Canyon, might be safer. <laughs> I want to see the vet flying over the Grand Canyon, and then I want to see the, uh, the camera inside the car showing President Biden and the bear. <laughs> and then, of course, the box and the, and the laptop, <laughs> the laptop falling, falling out. out. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, that quickly, the one in Georgia regards his attempt to uh, convince the uh, governor and attorney general, I guess, lieutenant governor, to make up votes so that he would win. That's To me, that seems pretty cut and dried there, what he was doing. There's phone calls. There's the phone call, right, right, looking for whatever it was, 11,900 votes or right, whatever. Right, right. Uh, we should know that number. <laughs> I think it's eleven seven eighty. Thank you. And he always said one more than one more than I have. Well, he actually meant one more than I need. He was pr proposing that he would win the election by one vote after they found the votes, which yeah. is uh, that's not suspicious yeah. at all. Well, he didn't want to. You know, you didn't want to seem over the top. Come on, landslide. About it. Yeah, no, that wouldn't seem right. Right. And then right. you also have the. You know, uh, Dave, it's like, you know, the kid who, who, you know, would steal the answers to the test, <laughs> but then still get like one or two. Get a few wrong wrongs to avoid suspicion. Yeah, to yeah avoid that's suspicion. what Trump has about that. I'm, I'm, has I'm that intellect. thinking that that young man was Donald Trump. I'm <laughs> all right. And then we've got the. Uh, is that a uh, case, the uh, New York Attorney General, regarding his uh, phoning up of. Uh, his assets, when he went to borrow money, he inflated what he had, and when he went to insure it, he deflated what he had. That is against the Trump Corporation, right? Right, right. With the uh, longtime Weisselberg CFO. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and that seems pretty. That seems pretty clear cut on that one too, because he was, <coughs> I mean, because it's a, what they call a, do a document case. You know, he can deny yeah. things, but there's documents that say, hey. This hotel was worth four million dollars, and then when you went to a church, it was worth eight hundred thousand. Those kind of things are going to jump out. And again, uh, that is a civil case, so it would not have a criminal. Penalty. Right, right. Now, Jack Smith, the uh, special was his special counsel—is that what they call him? Yeah, appointed uh, by the he, Department he of Justice. He is really uh, pretty. Uh, have you you've ever seen a picture of him? 
He looks yeah. like he's ready for uh, MMA wrestling. He's uh, got the beard, never seen him smile, very stern, and yeah. he's gathering up all the information. He has a look of a, uh, you know, quote-unquote former Navy SEAL. <laughs> <laughs> or a hitman, and uh, and that one involves all the things regarding January sixth, what Trump had to do with that, and also the uh, all of the um, interfering in uh, phony electors and all of it. You know, trying to convince people to change their votes and things like that. So, lots of stuff coming up for him. So I thought we just because in months to come we'll. It's have hard to keep news. it straight, Dave. Yeah, yeah, and. You know, if um, uh, you know if you're not watching like you know 12 hours of news, uh, yeah. cable news a yeah. day, you know it's not at the top of your. Uh, I think they've also got him for uh, recording a major league baseball game without getting express written consent of major league baseball. Oh my God! And that's a harsh fine. That would there. be that's, the most serious that's jail. That's jail time. And no yeah. one would question yeah. no. an indictment on that. No, that's un-American. Um, yeah. Absolutely, and you would. Uh, there, Dave, that you wouldn't appear in court, but in, in at the commissioner of baseball. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> and the president of, of ESPN. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, anyway, that's that's Trump, and uh, I think that's all I got on him. And uh, Yeah. You know, uh, I have a wonderful book, Dave. It was given to me as a gift years ago. It's a wonderful gift. <clears throat> the Poetry of Bart Giamatti. Oh, no, not familiar with it. Who, of course, was the commissioner of baseball. Briefly, sadly. Uh, yeah. Briefly, and then passed away as the father of Paul Giamatti. the wonderful mm -hmm. actor, Paul Giamatti. Yeah. And um, usually in the spring, you know, as I'm getting where I can't wait for baseball anymore, I'll pick it up and read some of the poetry. And it's, it's absolutely lovely. Uh, I wonder if um, maybe uh, maybe around a July 4th All-Star break, yeah. we'll come in, put a little, little oh, music behind okay. it, and yeah. read a Bart yeah. Giamatti poem. Sure, light a little incense. And you know... I am going to scour YouTube and that because I think there exists some video of him reading it. Oh, okay. Which would be lovely. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I, I mean, I'm happy to read it. Maybe we can get Al Pacino to read it or something. <laughs> hey, by the way, isn't it Mr. Pacino's birthday? I wonder if he, is is he in the neighborhood? Can pick up the phone. Can he pop, uh, hey, hey. Producers are saying they, he's right there. He's he right picked there. picked up his cell phone. Hello, hello. Oh. Al? Hello. Pacino. Hoo ah! <laughs> there, that's you. Hoo ah! <laughs> How are you? Who is this? Dave said it. Who is this? David Giamatti? Dave and Phil. No, no, no. Not that part. Uh, Dave and Phil on Is This On? Remember Is This On? You visit us a number of times. You guys, you like my city. <laughs> we love your city. We cook city. Yeah, I've used that recipe many times. Mama Pacino's city. <laughs> I've got a little bit in the freezer, actually. <laughs> when I made it, I love it. Love it. Well, we want to wish you a happy birthday. Ah. We understand you just turned 83. It's hard to believe you're so energetic and youthful over here. I got, I'm glad we're on this radio, right? This is radio, yeah. Thank God, because I got a gob of chocolate <laughs> cake right on my shirt. You look delicious, I have to say. It was so good, I got, <laughs> I dove in it. So good. Anyway. Well, were you baking? Was this one of your uh, creations? Oh, no. No, no baking. Our neighbors came oh, over okay. with That's cake. Nice. I got nice. wonderful neighbors here in New York City. That's day. nice, yeah. So remember, I was stuck in here during the. I know. Well, yeah, we, we we talked to you during that time. Yeah, yeah. I'm very fond of cooking. And, yeah. uh, so, 83 years. What are what are some fond memories of your uh, life and, and career? Uh, can you hold on one second? Uh, close this window. You know, okay. noise from the kids sure, go outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, stomach up! <laughs> you get off of that grass! <laughs> I come out there with an automatic rifle. <laughs> oh, Ricky. <laughs> well, Sorry. You, you sound as young as ever. You, know, you sound like you're in full. Yeah, they think I'm some old man. I'm going to show them who's yeah, an old no, man no. with an AK-47. No, no, no. Yeah. That's right. So, uh, you reminisce for us a little bit. Who are your Who are your favorite uh, people to act with? Who do you enjoy acting with? Well, let me start, Dave, with some of the great uh, co-stars, actresses that I had the pleasure yeah, of working sure. with. Sure. Uh, one of the most beautiful women in the world. Uh, and I'm... I'm uh, I'm drawing a blank now on a beautiful young lady. Uh, uh, cannot think of her name. From the uh, movie when I played the drug dealer. That was not was not a young <laughs> Penelope Cruz. Was that Dave? I think it might have been. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Penelope Cruz. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think. Uh, what what year is this? Twenty twenty three. Right now, today. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. Uh -huh. That film I think we made in oh eighty four, eighty five. Something like that. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
about another three, four years, I'll be able to communicate with her again. <laughs> <laughs> was, is there a restraining order after that? Standing on a set day. Oh well, you know, she, her English isn't great. Her English, she, she misunderstood. She understood. Oh, she did understand. Yeah, she understood <laughs> and made it quite clear. <laughs> I'll never forget that language. Let me tell you. Josh is great. She is great. Well, you worked um, with uh, Diane Keaton in The Godfather. Oh, what was she like? Thank you very like? much, Diane Keaton. You could, very wear, elegant. It was, uh, you could wear each other's clothes was one of the great things. About very her. elegant lady, uh-huh. Dave. And then, of course, uh, the lovely uh, daughter of uh, uh, the director. Coppola. Uh, Coppola. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. His daughter, Sophia. Sophia mm-hmm. was in the third. Right, yeah. The one people don't talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she might be the reason. Why people don't talk about that. <laughs> she had a lot to do with it. Nice girl. Nice yeah, yeah. girl. Nice girl. Actually, nice good girl. director herself. Yeah, a very good director. So, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. And, you know, I worked with them all, Dave. Uh, Gene Hackman was a great man. Uh, uh, yeah. Great actor to work with. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, Robert Duvall, Robert uh, James Caan, uh, Bobby D., Bobby De Niro, Brando. Brando. Yeah. Now they say that he didn't memorize things well, and that he'd often be on the set, and there'd be the script written out. He'd like I saw a picture of it. Uh, Robert Duvall had it like on his shirt front, and Brando was reading off. Do you have any problems with him uh, on the set? Well, I think some of that was uh, affect. You know, I think he liked to be catered to. Yeah. Dave, you know, all of us that you know, would get treated like stars. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, uh, we can take certain liberties, you know. Uh, if they're beautiful, you can walk up to them, just grab them. <laughs> you know, we know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That. <laughs> Those were the days, huh? <laughs> yeah, those were the days, Dave, 83, 85. Except, uh, don't, my advice, do not grab Penelope Cruz. <laughs> no, well, no, that's a good, good advice. That would there. be my advice. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, it's been a great honor. To, uh, I'm looking forward uh, Consider a men of roles right now. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. You got anything coming out? Well, soon? I uh, did that show. Uh, I was the Nazi hunter. Uh huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're bringing that back. It's coming back. Oh really? Season. There's yeah, more and more Nazis. Those to hunt are already down. done. We mm-hmm. already did them. Okay. All right. mm-hmm. So look forward to that. Now, mm-hmm. be out promoting that. I'll come by your show. <laughs> I hope so. And do that. You know, Always bring, welcome. I'll bring that city in the freezer. Oh, you better bring it. Yeah. Always welcome here, uh, Al Pacino. Right, well, thank- Thank you for the birthday wish. I'm getting a lot of calls. Okay, I understand I think, that. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, better, I better take uh, I better take his call. Okay, then. We'll Thank you for calling. Okay, well, happy birthday. Hoo-ah. We'll see it. We'll see it when your next movie comes out. All Thank right. you, Dave. How about that, Phil? Boy, we yeah, we get know, the greats here, man. We get the greats. The president well, of the United States, Al Pacino. We've got another, another surprise. We got, we, oh, we got somebody else coming in here. Here we go. Uh, this is... Uh, oh, you mentioned said, Dave, uh, like a job interview. Job interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to... Be presenting from time to time commentaries on issues of the day. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. And, you know, you and I, uh, we host the show. You know, we we are happy to work with ITO Investigates and those great reporters, mm-hmm. interview guests as they come. Mm-hmm. But we thought to keep politics out of the day-to-day banter, that we would separate that and we'll call it, a, label it commentary. A separate political you commentary. You know, like it used to be, Dave, years ago when Dan Rather would do the news, yeah. Eric Severide, right. the yeah. great Eric Severide, would do the commentary. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a job opening. So we want to do this, we're going to say every week, uh, oh, now time, a moment for commentary, and yeah. we're, we're auditioning uh, anybody who might be able to handle that kind of thing. And uh, it just so happens the timing is real good because there's a commentator without a job today. I, I heard about that. Yeah. And uh, why don't you introduce him? Well, let's have him in here right now. Big walking in here, uh, strutting in. Yes. Hey, look at the sky. Nobody's going to break his stride. Not going to Let's have a nice... Uh, nice oh, hold on. Let me zip up. I was uh, <laughs> sunning my testicles uh, while I was Nice welcome here. to Mr. Tucker Carlson. Hi, Tucker. How you doing? Good. Thank you. Let me get my game, game face on. You're looking good for a guy who just lost his job. Uh, I, you know, it didn't this is... You? Uh, Let's just say it's 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 another step in the journey. <laughs> it was a step you didn't expect to take, though. I think, like yeah. the battle of the sexes, Dave and Phil. <laughs> you know, it's finally ended after millions of years of jockeying and strife. Men have won conclusively. We know this because on International Women's Day, the day we, as a global community, celebrate women. But if you look closely at the women we were celebrating. You may have noticed that a lot of them weren't actually women. They were lumpy-looking dudes, and that was not accidental. In fact, 
It was a brilliant piece of sexual jujitsu. I'm going to steal your identity. Then mock and degrade the immutable characteristics that define you as a person. And as I do this, you're going to smile brightly and applaud. And then give a speech about how liberated you feel. How about that? Liberals will fall for anything, Dave and Phil. <laughs> it made it all the way to the White House, where there was taken with the utmost of seriousness. There's Jill Biden and Secretary Tony Blinken handing out an award on International Women's Day to a dude in makeup. <laughs> and where's Hillary Clinton? Probably hoping not to show up as the big guy on Hunter Biden's laptop. And why did Uncle Joe, head of the Biden crime family, hire Nick McQuaid, law partner of Hunter's criminal attorney, to, hear the, to, hire, to head up the criminal division at the DOJ? And still no charges. <laughs> and why is that little plastic thing that holds the roll of scotch tape in the dispenser always missing when you go to change the tape? Huh? I'm Tucker Carlson. Well, Tucker, uh, thank you for that commentary. I, I was going to just ask you if you had a resume or something. <laughs> I have questions, yes. But, I give you a resume. But, uh, so have you ever watched Fox News? I Occasionally, for that's my resume. Moments. Okay. Now, do you want to talk about what happened? Because it seems like the firing apparently was because of your mistreatment of women around workplace. And I, I remember talking to you about six months ago, and you told me it had been quite a long time since you smacked a firm ass. So I think uh, uh, they get dredging up something from the past on you. Where's the investigation of Bill Clinton's workplace? <laughs> Good point. Good point. So, uh, so what have you been doing in the day you've had off? Have you been relaxing? Are you going to the beach? Are you hanging out with friends? Well, uh, as you know, Dave, uh, I try to be a beacon for men, especially young men, uh -huh. as they're being uh, belittled. Uh -huh in our society mm. by women and mm. men who now think they're women. Think they're women. Mm -hmm. And I am a big proponent, Dave, of rebuilding lost testosterone. <laughs> and as you know, this is best done by exposing the testicles <laughs> to sunlight. So that's what I was doing okay, today. All right. Where? In my yard because of a court order. And where was that judge, Dave? Why wasn't that judge banning birth control by mail? Hmm. He sounds like a Barack Obama appointee, if you ask me. Just just by that's all I need to know. So, uh, well, well. God, all right, well, I hope you like the tape. I'm sure you will. Uh, I'm sure you're going to get a good position somewhere soon. And uh, come I'll back, be back from this. I'm sure you will. And uh, uh, you guys, let me uh, make it quite clear. You're welcome in my yard with your pants <laughs> down anytime. You don't have to ask me twice. Uh, let me ask you this, though. We were coming up, we were talking a lot about politics, about the presidential campaign. Joe Biden was just here. I don't know if you passed him when you were walking in. Uh, but uh, what's your, your take? Because you've always been a hardcore Trump guy, but then we read some of your emails where you said you hated it. I mean, wh how do you feel about it? That was Joe Biden? <laughs> oh, my God. My bad. I thought it was a homeless old man, and I called the city. They're, they're picking him up off the oh, sidewalk no. now. Oh, boy. You should have looked a little closer. So, Well, thanks for coming in, and we will definitely... And why aren't they picking up Diane Feinstein? <laughs> I'll um, be the shingles. So many questions. Uh but uh, thanks for coming in. We appreciate that. And we, we'll, we'll, we will keep you on file. And I'm we will available get back to you. for a very short window, I'm sure. Okay, well, we'll, we'll take our chances on that. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks Thank for you. coming in. Tucker Carlson. Uh, Tucker Carlson, everybody. Yeah. Okay, I'm sure he'll be back. Joining. You know, Phil, I, I, let me think of something here. What are we doing for time? We've got about seven minutes. You know, uh, the thing about, it's, you know, it's kind of seriously, you know, about Tucker Carlson getting fired, and, and when you think about him and uh, Bill O'Reilly before him yeah. and uh, Glenn Beck before him. And, of course, uh, go up the chain of uh, Fox News, you know, the uh, Roger Ailes. Roger Ailes, Years yeah. Ago. I'm thinking about the guys, the men, all men who had that slot where they were the keystone of the, of the network and they were very popular 
and and what the similarity between them is that they don't just attack the other side on on points of fact. They don't just you know claim the other side is lying and horrible and evil. But there's always a mockery with these guys. It's always a dig at. It. It's always a very uh, kind of snarky mockery. And that's very appealing, and I think that's the thing that's going on in the country where there's, yeah. just, there, there, there's definitely a... And always a involves, a, 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 Dave, if, if I may, some sort of punishment is due. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I thought even in Tucker's commentary that he gave on International Women's Day was somewhat mocking women. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's what they do, and I, I, think it's, it's, I don't think it's healthy that that's sort of become our, almost our nat- national culture where there's like, if you look at... To watch sitcoms, comedy shows, movies, even talk shows. It's all there's always a lot of kind of mocking and kind of like one-upping somebody, getting back at somebody, getting revenge for something. It's what all the comic strip movies are about. Is always that, and I, I just think it's like it's not a good sign for us as people that we're that no. we're so we're so not just pro and con. That's fine in politics, you but know, there's so much and hate and mockery involved. And you know, we 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 take politics with a grain of salt here on is the sign yeah. but we do talk seriously and, and have a, a certain point of view i don't know if you caught uh an editorial in the new york times earlier this week that uh sort of explained why they're not endorsing biden this time oh, even I didn't though see they that. did last oh, I didn't time see that. and they were a little critical even though you know they were critical of course about his age yeah and critical of his spending, and yet they took the time to point out that he has restored a certain level of civility Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. back into the American government, but also into the American psyche. And I was thinking to myself, why are you downplaying that? That was the crisis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least one of the crises. You know, at that time we weren't aware of. And it it, it set a tone that it enveloped a lot of different things, you know. So you're right. It's very important that he got in there and said, I'm the president. And I think he can. I guess I had this thought about the whole, I didn't want to say this with the president here, Dave, but I'm a fan. I'm a supporter. I intend to vote for him again. And I guess I'm looking at it as, all right, he's going to be 82. It's a very difficult job. He seems to be able to do it, and in my opinion, do it well. Mm-hmm. But there's going to come a point where he can't. Right. So to me, it's going to be yet another test of American democracy. We had a transition when Lyndon Johnson was assassinated. Uh, JFK. JFK was assassinated mm-hmm. and Lyndon Johnson mm-hmm. moved in. Relatively seamlessly. Mm-hmm. We had it with Nixon's resignation, and Ford moved in. And Ford probably was presented with very similar challenges to Joe Biden. And while there were some in opposition to the pardon Mm -hmm. that he gave to Richard Nixon, he always attributed it to that being what allowed the country to move on. Mm -hmm. My point being... This country can survive a transition like that. And I think I'd like to see the Biden administration be honest about that. That what you have is a very professional, well-run administration that may need the transition to the vice president running it. This country's had to do that before and has done it successfully. We bring you some experience. We hope that doesn't happen. Joe Biden Mm -hmm. seems capable and may, you know, be just fine at 86. But if he's not, there's a plan. Yeah. It's not the greatest message, That's very but I logical, think it's better than well, I, I think, having I, jump, I think it's uh, everybody will, will interpret that as he's telling us he's not going to make it till the end. Let's get somebody in there who will make it to the end. Unfortunately, the other guy's also 80. But, um, but I, I agree with you, though, to a point. I think that he should address it and say, I'm, a, I'm old. You know, 80s is old. No matter what goes on, 80s is old. Um, uh, but you all know old people. You have your parents, your grandparents, and they could get confused, and they could turn the wrong way to shake a hand, or they could slip on a step. But the thing that they're good at, the thing that they love, whether it's uh, gardening or 
putting bottles, uh, boats inside bottles, or or, or hunting, or fishing. Grand Canyon. <laughs> that that they're good at that stuff. That they're good at the stuff they've loved their whole life and done their whole life. That's me. I've been doing this for fifty years. I know yeah. all the shortcuts in politics. I know everything that's going on. I'm aware of things. And also, you know, for a guy that old, he's done a lot of traveling around the world. Uh, yeah. More so than than Trump did, because Trump kind of stayed holed up and occasionally would make some dramatic visit to North Korea or something. But anyway, we're running out of time here. we got all political. Well, it, it, it you know, uh, it's going to present new challenges. We've never experienced anything quite like this before. Uh, and we will see. It, it was a pleasure uh, to see you again, sir. Likewise. Uh, wonderful to have uh, I love our, Tucker Carlson. I love our dinners at, dinners at Portillo's every oh, other yeah. week. Oh, uh, yeah. We should have invited Joe Biden to Portillo's day. <laughs> You've been listening to Is This On? Phil Gordon, Dave Margolis. Every Wednesday at 9, we bring you comedy. We bring you what's happening on the Tucson comedy scene. And also, when you get a chance, please check out zerocraft.org and learn about all the wonderful activities that go on here at this makerspace. KMKR is one of them. That's what you're tuned to. This is KMKR. 99.9 FM, Tucson, Arizona. Thank you, and good night. Good night.